0: But truly wake up in the morning and I'll have this moment where I'm like, oh, that was a really nice dream about all this Hollywood (laughs) stuff happening. Yeah. And I got more awake and it's no, it's actually real.
1: Very excited and honored to welcome a rising star climbing the ranks in Hollywood very quickly. Our guest today is Van Jensen and he's got a book that just came out called godfall it's his debut novel and if you've been following in the hollywood reporter it's caused quite a commotion and he had 10 different bidders lining up to attempt to buy it which we'll talk about and Ron Howard and Imagine and the team there ended up acquiring the rights to bring it to screen as a series. So very exciting, incredible week. And Van, welcome on. Thank you so much for taking the time and celebrating in this exciting week. I said it's VJ Day. We don't think anyone's ever used that for a historic or Celebratory occasion before, so happy VJ Day!
0: Thank you for having me on, and yeah, it's been a pretty surreal week. Yeah, I keep saying it's like I've never really had this happen in my life. I write books to write books, so I don't write books to try to sell stuff to Hollywood. Sure, and I had no expectation. I have a manager out there, and I think he's the real hero of the story because I just sent him the book. And I had no idea that this was going to be something that people would want. So when you're and writing
1: then, it, there's no sense of, ooh, this could be a good hook for end of season one or any. You're just strictly sticking to the story itself that you're writing.
0: Yeah, I want the book to work as a book, right? So if I'm thinking about a movie or a TV show, then I'm shortchanging the book and I'm shortchanging anyone who's going to read it. So yeah, I, and even like this book, This is my first novel. I came up in journalism, so I knew how to write nonfiction. And you did crime
1: reporting and started at the Daily Nebraskan too. We can talk about that, but you had a diverse background.
0: But I didn't, I never studied prose writing. And I never studied creative writing at all. I think I took maybe like 100 or 200 level class at UNL.
1: (laughs) Maybe the key is not to take those classes we're (laughs) learning.
0: Yeah, yeah, no no shade at the English department there. But I had no assumption that I knew how to write a good novel. I just had this idea. It felt like a novel. I thought I would try to write it. And I, at the time when I first wrote it, I had a different literary agent and I sent it to him and it sat on his desk. And I think maybe he read the first chapter. I'm not even sure that he read all of the first chapter. And it was like a year and a half went by. Wow. And he couldn't even bring himself to read it. I'm like, this book must not be that good. And then some time went by. Of course, I fired him. <laughs> what's the point? Right. Uh, and then I got a different agent. She's like, No, Van, This book is really good. And so got it on the path to getting published. But to go from that to where I'm still like just getting it published at a small press to then having it go out to LA. And I was having these calls with, it's like the biggest name people at the biggest name studios and production companies. It was reported
1: Hollywood. that 10 different companies were in the mix and the Hollywood Reporter. That's really impressive. That's of what exists nowadays. That's gotta be like everybody in town that you'd want.
0: Yeah, it really was like every single person expressed interest. It was some like we didn't even get to the point of negotiating because we knew we had such good offers already in hand. But the, th- the thing that was so cool was I did these calls with all these people. And the call was Ron Howard, who is just lovely and as down to earth as you could possibly hope, but all of them, it was like, they had really read the book. It wasn't just, oh, they read a log line and they yeah. just want the, the general plot. They had really read the book. And they liked the plot of it a lot, but also the, it was the writing. And so to see that my writing can go to the highest level, that's the premier storytelling space in the world. Yeah. And that, and then my writing can hang at that right. level. It was really exciting, like very gratifying. And
1: not just hang, though, excel, really. It, you got to the top on the, the debut of the novel, it's incredible.
0: Yeah, yeah, I just I didn't see it coming. And it it makes me feel great about what I've done. And it also, I'm not one to rest on my laurels. This is my first book, like I want, I'm working on another novel, like I want it to be even better. But at the same time, there's stuff, it seemed to really resonate with people out there, how much heart and humanity I put into the story. And so I just, I always want the stuff that I write. That's how I feel about Nebraska. Like Nebraska is a place of people who, there are political differences and personal differences and all of that in Nebraska. But the Nebraska that I grew up in was a place where people were so kind and so generous and so thoughtful. And that's the ethos that I want to have in my books.
1: And I was going to say, was there some almost exotic Feeling about coming from where you came from, I'm sure, to a lot of these people aren't dealing with a lot of folks from there or a lot of stories based there the novel maybe too you can give us a little synopsis it's got a very eye-catching plot and i don't want to yeah. screw up any of the details but it's to take us a bit through the development and then how people responded to the setting and your story
0: yeah so the the story of the book it starts out and it's set in this little town in western nebraska This a fictionalized version of my hometown really and so at the very start of the book uh, just out of nowhere there's this massive three mile long asteroid hurtling towards the earth that is at such a speed that it's going to destroy us but when people see a close image of it it, it looks humanoid like it, it looks like a bean not a big piece of rock and so no one knows what's going to happen within that there's just panic everyone's flipping out what's going to happen what are we going to do And then the story cuts forward two years, and this thing, this giant, has crash-landed in western Nebraska next to this small town, but it didn't just cause this massive explosion, and it didn't do anything. It just landed and settled on its back, and it it seems to be dead. And so then the sci-fi aspect, like there are these sci-fi touches throughout the book But it's really the story of this 600-person town that overnight becomes the single most important place on earth because this is the only place where this thing exists. And everyone wants to know where did it come from? What is it? Is it alive? Is it dead? What's going to happen to it? Does it have any properties that are valuable or is it dangerous? And so the military has descended on it and the government and scientists and spies and a cult and just on and on. So this town of 600 people is now a town of 100,000 people. And the story is all about the sheriff of this town, a guy named David, who he just wanted to be like Andy Griffith in his own little (laughs) Mayberry, right? He was born in this town. He loves this town. He just, as a kid, he was like, I'm going to be the sheriff. I'm going to keep the peace. It's going to be this idyllic thing. And then he grows up and he becomes the sheriff. And then all of a sudden, he's not sheriff of 600 people. He's sheriff of this massive, just dangerous place that is so big and so fraught with things that are way above the scope of his existence. And then there's a series of murders that start to happen that seem to be tied to the giant. And so it's like a murder mystery with this big sci-fi backdrop. That's an awesome concept.
1: Is that something where you've had the idea gestating for a long time or was there a flash of or i hate to ask how you get your ideas i know but was
0: that something you've had for a long time the idea came pretty fast like i just literally had this i was actually sick i think we had flu come through the house and this was i don't know six years ago seven years ago a while ago And I just remember being like feverish and sick (laughs) and just having this half-dream, half-waking kind of vision of an asteroid that turns out to be an alien, and then it lands in Nebraska and it's dead. And just being fascinated, wait, what is... It was was a very, I don't know, primal vision. And so I just kept thinking about it and then kept thinking about... I always like writing about Nebraska. I think a lot of my stuff ends up tying back to Nebraska in some way. And so it just became this question of what's an interesting way into that. And I did, I explored a couple of iterations of it. Like I originally tried to do it as a comic book and it just didn't quite work. And then hit on the idea of doing it as a novel. And it probably took three months to write the first draft of it. I tend to write pretty fast. Yeah. And I've rewritten it since then.
1: And Van has a great post on his sub stack i'll link to too about all this that happened last week and prior but very inspiring post if there's any writers out there too that you're looking for a good story of perseverance i enjoyed that and You talk about all the things that maybe didn't turn out like you hoped. And before I forget too, Van is going to be back in Nebraska in Lincoln on Saturday, November 4th, 430 at Francie and Finch for a book signing. What do you think about coming back on these terms and how excited are you to head back to Lincoln after the book comes out?
0: I'm super excited. It's like the book is set in Nebraska, so I always wanted to come back and do something and... Francie and Finch, everything I've read is it's a great shop. It opened, I think a few years after I graduated from UNL, so I have not been there. But yeah, I've still got a lot of friends and some family around, it's just a chance to really get together with people that I care about in a place that I love and celebrate this moment. And we set that up before the stuff with Hollywood, it's been in the works for a bit. I didn't know that it would be public before the event, but it's a nice little added bit of celebration. Yeah, when Uh, the first thing
1: came out in The Hollywood Reporter was a bigger story about now that the strike has been settled and things are going to be happening in the development front and you were one of the prominent ones listed. Was that a surprise when you saw that or do you get a heads up that that's going to come out? Yeah, I mean, I I
0: had had a conversation like directly before that with I, I have a friend who helps me with some marketing publicity stuff and. I was telling her what's going on, and she was like, oh, okay, like, I'm pretty busy right now. And I was like, no, it'll be a couple of weeks. Don't worry. <laughs> and it's an hour later. Yeah. And I asked my manager, I was like, did we leak this? Like, how did this get out? And you know, it's wow. just people in the industry talk. And yeah. He's like, my book is the thing that everyone's talking about. It's very surreal. I was going to say that's uh...
1: almost the next novel as that talk about a surreal. It's (laughs) as surreal as an alien landing in Western Nebraska to some extent, probably
0: yeah it feels very like the odds of this happening are just so incredibly small
1: and then it's part of a series of books is that something that you've mapped out a whole journey or do you just have a general sense of direction or what can you tell us from a authorial perspective about developing a big not just a singular book that could be a series but a big ip story series
0: yeah. I, again, it's never the intention of. Oh, I'm going to create IP. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I, I never think of IP. Like I never refer to stuff as content. It's to me, it's just stories, right? What's the story? I was just trying and, to sound
1: cool in front of you. I'm like, yeah. I think that. <laughs> no, I think you produce IP now. You're at that's uh, the highest of the high in Hollywood. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's the way that everyone talks yeah. about it. Intellectual um, property is IP. But yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I just I had this story in my head and wanted to tell it, and there definitely was like there there's there's more there, there's a lot just a lot more to explore, and some of it is I always envisioned it as starting out where the giant is very constrained, it's really it's not a very active part of the story, and that that constraint it breaks down over the course of the book, and so it's not. It's never going to be a like Marvel movie, you know, giant explosions and huge superheroes punching stuff, and it's just it's not that kind of thing. But it's more of when this huge thing that is it's just like big beyond scope to the point where the human brain can't even really understand what it is and what it's about. But we still have to grapple with it, and as it starts to truly interact more and more with humanity, then how does that literally change the environment, change people, change the way that people interact? And it's also, there's this giant blade that sticks out of the giant's chest, like it got stabbed and then fell to earth and died. And so it's essentially this conflict in outer space that's of a scope that's staggering, right? Yeah. And this one little tiny piece of that conflict fell onto our doorstep but there's an aspect of the blade and an aspect of the giant that are still let's say alive okay and so it's like that conflict between them is still going and that conflict is what's going to spill out more and more in the future books
1: that's awesome. I love that. It's almost got to me like a Greek mythological element in modern times that I don't think anyone's really explored that well, where it is things outside of our scope of understanding, but brought into this context is incredible. I can't wait to read it. Van Jensen will have a link to the book, Godfall Just Came Out. Picked up by Imagine Ron Howard, destined for huge things from there. Van will be doing a book signing in Lincoln on Saturday at 430 at Francie and Finch.